You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Keith Sanderson, animal advocate, writer, and human companion to Max A. Pooch, canine crusader for animals and the environment. Max and I thank you for joining us, and we dedicate this episode as we dedicate every episode to those amazing people who work to save the lives and or improve conditions of companion, domestic, or wild animals. Our guest today is the lovely and talented Amina Oyez. Amina was born in Colombia and has appeared on TV and film in Colombia and the United States, including the popular film The Devil Wears Prada. Amina studied art in college in Bogota, Colombia, and uses her artistic talent to help raise money for her charity. We will learn more about what this awesome animal advocate is doing after this break. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates. I'm Keith Sanderson, your host, and with us today is Amina Oyez, actress, artist, and animal advocate. Hi, Amina. Welcome. Hello, Keith. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Oh, no. We're really glad to have you because what you're doing is fantastic, and we want to share this with our audience. So you started a charity by the name of Hose Quays. Is that the right pronunciation? <laughs> Actually, it's Goskis. Goskis, okay. Yes. And that's G-O-Z-Q-U-E-S, right? Exactly. Okay. Well, what does Goskis mean in English? Yeah, Goskis is, um, it's not only a Spanish word, but it's a very Colombian word. It's kind of, in English, it could be translated into mutts. It's dogs that don't have a breed and that are mixed and that live in the street. But the word Goskis has a, a certain tenderness to it. So it's not derogatory in any way. Oh, so it'd be like when if I were referring to my own dog and saying my mutt. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Now, what's the purpose of your charity? Well, there's many goals in this charity, but what I accomplished, what I'm accomplishing right now is feeding homeless dogs. And the way I'm doing this is in a public food dispenser that I have. It has a capacity of 40 kilos of dog food, 
And the way I've been able to feed, we're feeding uh, around 50 dogs so far. And the way I'm doing is this is by I take photographs of them and then I construct the frames with garbage. We're into this whole deal like you are into recycling. Do you want me to tell you like the whole story and how Goskis really began? Sure, sure. I'd love to learn. I'm sure our audience would like to hear. <laughs> okay, because yeah, there's so many things and it's it's been only a year, but it's kind of a long story. Basically, I'll make it short though. Basically, the, the situation in Colombia about homeless dogs is just completely overwhelming and there's many problems about it. There's lack of compassion, of course there's cruelty, there's an overpopulation that seems to be overwhelming. And I live in the U.S. more than 10 years ago. But every time I went back to Colombia, I would see the situation and I knew I had to do something and I didn't even know where to start. I started this by myself. So I said, okay, considering all the problems already that Colombia is facing with these dogs, what would be the first step? And I said, I thought it would be to feed them, to stop them from dying from starvation. So I started just like putting a big bag of dog food in my car and going around town and just feeding the dogs in the street and giving them fresh water and taking pictures of them. But then I realized that I really wasn't accomplishing much. I needed because I would need to revisit the same dogs all the time. And I wasn't doing that. So that's why I got the idea of the food dispenser, because I have it in my restaurant in Colombia. And with that, you know, it's a stable location with food for them. So, but the thing is that it started to grow a lot and the gossip spread between dogs and many dogs started (laughs) to come, you know, so it became a rent for me. And I said, how am I going to maintain this? Because I'm spending around, they're eating around 40 kilos of dog food a day now. A day? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this was like a a test for me to see if the food dispenser would work because they gave me a lot of problems. For instance, they would say that it's not hygienic for two dogs to eat from the same place, that they would get into fights and none of this has ever happened. And the whole hygienic part, we're dealing with dogs that have no food at all. So they'd be eating out of garbage cans anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, what you're offering them is certainly a better solution. Exactly. Yeah. So, of course, the, one of the goals is to, right now I'm in the U.S., but I'm coming back to Colombia and we're going to put 10 more food dispensers because they work. The material is metal. I don't know how you say it in English, but it's called galvanizado. Galvanized? Yeah. That's pretty similar. <laughs> that okay. <was> easy. <laughs> yeah. And you know that material because it resists rain. It doesn't um, rotten or... Uh, Rust or anything. Right. Exactly. Right. Rust. That's the word I was looking for. It has, unfortunately, I had to put a lock on it because I don't want to, first, some people that already had a dog, you know, and like with completely pimped out like a dog that was living a good condition, they would go with a bag and just get food out of the food dispenser. And I'm like, no, this is to feed, you know, the dogs that have no food. And then also to avoid the risk of them putting anything in it besides the food that I control. That makes sense because somebody may not like the stray dogs and actually put some poison in it. Yeah, you never know. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Uh, You know, I did. Also, they didn't at at the beginning, people didn't understand what it was and they thought it was a trash can and they would throw stuff inside. And I'm like, hey, 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 
This is food. Yeah. So now I did like seven prototypes of this food dispenser. And now I think I got to the perfect one. So like I said, now I'm coming back and we're putting 10 more around. Like I was telling you, I've always taken pictures of these dogs. And like you, I'm very much into recycling. But so I'm not only recycling, but I'm making this frame special because I pick things, garbage that I find around the surrounding of these dogs, which allows me to tell a little bit more about their story. I saw that. I saw that where you had taken a picture of a dog that was tethered or chained up. Yeah. And then you put chain on the frame. It really ties in the condition or the environment the dog is living in and uh, tells a story. And then the other thing I saw is that you have little stories with each picture. And quite frankly, they're very well written. I mean, they really help finish tie the whole thing together. Yeah. You know, actually, I would have the stories because I now I'm going on my fourth exhibition, preparing actually the fourth and the fifth one. Because I did the first one and I did it in my restaurant and I invited friends and family. And of course, everyone loved it because I guess they love me and support me. So I really didn't know if it was if it could work, you know. And then I met this guy called Julio Isasa, and he was just amazing because he offered me an exhibition in Miami. And he has an amazing hotel for dogs. And that's where, where Goske started getting like more popularity or support. And the whole frames and the stories in the first exhibition, I didn't write them down because I thought people would, I don't know, I didn't want to be too obvious, but you're right. It completes the story if I do actually write it in my own words and explain why I'm using these materials and what message I'm trying to bring across. I thought that was great. And of course... You know, you're right, Max, A. Pooch and I are really believe in recycling because he's recycled. And we had discovered, much like you did, that unless you tell the story, people, many people just don't make that connection. Exactly. I read about, yeah, when I saw the, your website and I saw Max and how he was picking up the bottles and everything and you, you telling the story that, and I think it's so sweet also how you say that he's also recycled because he was adopted. That's such a sweet way of seeing it. In a beautiful way. That's the most perfect way of recycling, I guess. Exactly. And it makes a good case. And he can talk about the importance of recycling, just like you do. Because while you're not recycling the dogs, you're helping them. So even if they are thrown away, they have a chance. What other challenges do you face? Well, yeah, like I was telling you, this is what I have accomplished right now. But we have many goals. For instance, they've done several videos on me when I did the exhibition here in Miami. The same guy that I was telling you about, Julio, he did like a behind the scenes video. And what was great about this, not only like what we were talking about right now, sharing even more the story and the details of this whole process, it was that people were able to see the dog in action. All of these dogs of the street, you know what I mean? So in the picture itself, I consider it says a lot about each dog. But when you see him alive, somehow people started asking me in the exhibitions, I want to adopt this dog because I see him in the video and he's so fantastic and his personality. So in this hotel, there's a dog trainer and she's like the dog whisperer lady for real. She's incredible. And uh, she trains the dog. So we were thinking about one of the ultimate goals for me, for Goskis, 
would be to be able not only to have these dogs for adoption, but to be able to train them for handicapped people because that's her speciality. So that we would be doing a whole lot of recycling there because we would be helping the dogs and humans, which would be amazing. That would be amazing. Hey, uh, it's time for a break. So when we come back, we'll learn more about what you're doing as far as meeting some challenges and finding some great solutions for those dogs in Colombia. And uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership Plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. You can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates. I'm your host, Keith Sanderson, with our guest today, Hamina Oyes. And we were talking to Hamina about the challenges and some of the solutions she's finding, which are really, really great as far as her dogs are concerned, the dogs on the street in Columbia. So you were telling us about the trainer and that you're planning on training the dogs to be a help to people? Yeah, that's one of the main goals that Goskes has. But going in order and like being realistic about the possibilities, the next step, like I said, the first step was to feed them. Then also by feeding them, I wanted to mention something, which was also, this is my personal opinion. Every time I see the campaigns about animal cruelty against animals, all of these campaigns, I understand that there's a reality that needs to be brought out. But in my personal opinion, 
I can't even watch them because they linger more in the suffering of these dogs or any animal. So I wanted to create the same impact and reaction, but with a completely different vibe. I wanted to show these dogs in their best light. And I take a lot, very long time photographing them because I believe that it takes time to, to connect and to really show how magical and amazing each one can be. So that first goal of generating compassion with a completely different energy has been, it has been incredible because it is working and I see it in people and, and people start writing to me and they take photographs of these dogs that before were unnoticed. Like when I do an exhibition and people have seen some of these dogs in the street, they see the picture afterwards and they tell me, is that really the same dog that I look at every single day that I basically walk over every time I'm going to work? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yes. that magnificent being that you see there is the same one that you've ignored for years. I was looking at some of the pictures you emailed me that you took and you, you catch the spirit in their eyes because as any dog lover will tell you, there's nothing more optimistic than a dog. Even down on his luck, he'll look at you and say, here I am, here I am. Yeah. And I'm sure you see that. Uh, yeah, just exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Now, some people would ask about spay and neuter. Do you have any plans to? Yes, uh, yes, uh, of course. Can you share a little with us what you think the future may hold as far as uh, that's concerned? Yeah, well, now that I've been, Goskis has been growing and we've done interviews like this wonderful interview <laughs> that helps me spread the word. A lot of uh, some people that run campaigns in Colombia about neutering and spaying dogs have contacted me. Like you said before, I am an actress and I realized that being an actress has helped me promote my charity even more. And I'm using it and I'm being grateful about it. So for now, we have three campaigns that are going to be going on in Colombia, October, November, and December. So basically, it's showing your face, showing people this is the solution, and getting the sponsors and the vets that are willing to do it. There's some dogs that I feed that now, it's so sad, but now they just spend all their time. There's at least eight of them that just sleep there at the restaurant, and they stay there 24-7. And six of them were females and they weren't neutered. And I met this incredible vet in Colombia and because I had a rescue dog of my, I have of my own. And I remember when I did the surgery, it was very complicated. And now, fortunately, with technology and all the improvements, this doctor made such a basic, fantastic surgery on these uh, six new girls. And I think that's the way to go. It takes one day of recovery. It's a very small incision they make on them. And um, yeah, so that's the plan. Of course, this year, also one of my main goals is to be able to have a sanctuary. Yeah, I had heard about that. Now, that sounds like a really great idea because there's some dogs that people just will never adopt for maybe they're old or yeah. injured or something. So yeah, tell us about the sanctuary. Yeah, and the, the idea about the sanctuary is both things. It's also, like you said, there's some dogs that are more difficult to get adopted, but also I need a space to be able to pick all of these dogs up from the street, give them food, home, shelter, love, and giving them medical attention that they need, getting them spayed or neutered or whatever else medically that they need, and put them up for adoption. I believe that I already accomplished a great 
like the goal of showing them in their best light, somehow it's been acknowledged. And many people ask me about the dogs and they want to adopt them. So I think that's like the next step, the immediate next step. And of course, I would love, my dream is to have a hospital within that sanctuary, you know, to so you don't have to take them somewhere else to get them the, the attention they need and then bring them back. It would be amazing. But it's, like I said, I've been doing all of this by myself. So this interview, that's why I'm, I, I'm so thankful to you because it, it, it sure helps me spread the word. And I'm sure a lot of people who love animals and want to help listen to you. Well, that's great. And I have a little question that's a little bit different. It's about your restaurant. Because I know at least one listener goes to uh, Columbia, and that's my son. So if you want to tell the name of your restaurant, the next time he's in Bogota, is it in Bogota? It's in Cajica. Cajica is half an hour away from Bogota. And what's the name? And it's called Carambola. 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 Yeah, you have to come, Keith, because let me tell you something. The reason I learned how to use all of the machines and to weld and to cut and everything was constructing my restaurant. The entire restaurant is made out of garbage. Basically, you know what I mean by garbage, like Uh, furniture. Trash or recyclables. Yeah. So we make, and the entire restaurant, because like we were talking before, some man's, what's the saying? Some man's garbage is another one's treasure. That's right. Yeah. And um, yeah, he definitely has to go because it, it looks, you would never be able to tell that everything has been completely recycled. And it gives it such a nice also touch of history to all of the materials. You know, I just love it. That sounds great. And of course, there's... Some dogs out front waiting to be fed too, right? A lot, yes. Every time, like for me, it's so worth it what I'm doing with Goskes, with my charity, because just when I go back to work and I see those, when I'm going to work and I see those tails wagging and just eating, it's like the most fulfilling I could ever be. It's It makes me so happy. Well, that's great. You know, it makes you happy, and I think that that's a reason a a lot of animal advocates do what they do is the fulfillment of helping animals. And I ask all my guests this question. With all the human misery in the world, how can you justify spending time, money, and resources advocating for dogs? Yeah, I know. And and people have asked me that. They also ask me if, if this means I don't care about humans, which I don't think it's related at all. Let me tell you my personal, what happened to me. I knew that these dogs needed my help. I knew it. But I, what I didn't realize was how much I needed them. When I started Goskes, I was going through a difficult emotional time in my life. And the second I stopped thinking about myself, my problems, my miseries, and I concentrated on someone else's and thinking how I could make it a difference, my whole life changed completely. So you don't know, I don't only do it because it's fulfilling, it's beyond that. My compromise with Goskis is a personal commitment that I have forever because I'm forever in depth with what I've learned through this, the people I've met, the satisfaction you get, and also that you see it. It's like a tangible difference. You know, I can really relate to that because Max A. Pooch, uh, as you know, and we've talked, he was a recycled dog. And when we got him, I thought I'd train him. And little did I realize he recycled me because Mm -hmm. I was at a low point in my life. And 
you know, working with him, he led me on the path to start writing about animal advocates and to this show. And hopefully, you know, people can share these kind of experiences because another thing we think about is there's lots of bad things, but what's so wonderful is talking to animal advocates such as yourself who want to tell the good news. They found solutions. They're working towards a goal and helping animals. And we really think that's great. And yeah, and I start like I knew I could do some and I started with nothing, kid. I'm gonna admit something to you terrible here. I didn't even I hadn't take any course of photography, nothing. I just got a simple G10 Canon a camera, which is like very simple camera. And I just said, just do something. And I never touched a tool in my life. I didn't know how to weld, how to nothing. It's so satisfaction. I think that's like true happiness. When you see the achievements, when you learn, when you grow, and like you said, what they give you back, these animals, it's just, they give you a thousand times more of what you give them. And they teach you so much. They teach you about forgiveness, like true forgiveness. A dog truly forgives you like human beings. They forgive, but they don't forget. A dog forgets and forgives, you know, right. loyalty. Yeah. I don't know. I think they teach so much to humanity, at least to me. Right. And I'll say one thing. It was really, really startling to see you, a beautiful actress, and all of a sudden <laughs> I, I looked at some of the videos and there you are with a, a <laughs> welding mask on and a, a welding iron and you know, <laughs> slinging it and burning yourself and everything. Yeah. And I'm going, whoa, <laughs> you know, is this the same lady I've seen on, in movies? And it was really something. Hey, now tell me, now, you're going to start an online store, is that right, to sell your pictures? Yeah. Yeah? And uh, what's the website where people will be able to go? It's www.gosques.org. And Gosques is, yeah, G-O-Z-Q-U-E-S, Gosques. Gosques.org. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And can people go there to find out more about your organization to volunteer or donate money? Sure. Yeah. Everything's there. And I have the exhibitions, the pictures, there's videos, there's there's the whole story of how it started. Because I also, that's the last point I wanted to mention, because I have to, because I owe him my whole life. This whole charity is made in the memory of my dog that I, I lost three years ago. And his name is Siko, and he was the one who really began everything and taught me how how amazing these creatures can be. Yeah, it really is. And I've been a dog owner all my life, and to talk with someone like you who really understands the connection between human and canine is just amazing. Hamina, we're just about out of time. Is there anything else you want to say about Gozquez or what you're doing? <laughs> no, I think I said enough. You poor people. I talk nonstop. I'm just so passionate about this and so happy about doing this and seeing it grow that, yeah, I talk nonstop. Thank you so much. Like I said, this means the world to me that you're interested, that we share the same opinions and values. And thank you for your time, really. And thank you for being with us today. And we wish you good luck. And those in our audience, make sure you visit the new Ghost Cas online store and make a donation or buy one of the unique frame photos. And again, the website is www.gozques.org. And again, thank you so much for being with us today, Hamina. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We want to thank you, our listeners, for spending your valuable time with us. You're all fantastic, and we hope you tell your friends about Awesome Animal Advocates. 
And a special thanks to Mark Winter, co-founder and executive producer of Pet Life Radio, and our sponsors for making this episode of Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates Possible. I'm Keith Sanderson, host and creator of Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates, saying thank you to all those animal advocates who work so hard on behalf of those who can't speak for themselves. Max A. Pooch gives them five big tail-wagging woofs. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.